this is an excerpt from Different Ways Revealing the Feminine by Seal, published 2020. Chapter 10, I Will Possess Your Heart. Performing, that's the thing. To be anyone but myself was my goal. I adopted the role of a waitress. I had no plan after high school. A short stint at the community college where I played Antigone in the school production and managed a C average that included two A's and two F's in four classes. That was the end of my attempt at higher education at that time. As a waitress, I wore a wig that I hoped made me look like some kind of person that would fit nicely into society, a costume. I felt the ice thinning beneath my feet, and had I been a smarter girl, I would have been alarmed. Being smart had not gained purchase within me. As it was, I figured I would come upon something or someone to carry me into the next thing that I would perform for. Eventually it would, but I would be escorted there by the stalker. I cannot remember his name, but he came regularly into the restaurant where I worked, a kind of timid-looking guy, short and wiry, loosely put together. For some reason, I seem to recall he was affiliated with the Coast Guard. He would be polite to me, and I performed as a waitress, and I was servile, which he took to mean that he had a chance with me. He asked me out repeatedly, and I turned him down repeatedly. He kept at me until I finally acquiesced to join him for dinner and a movie. I was unnerved and anxious for the date to be over. I had already decided that my choice to go out with this guy was a bad idea. But I would see it through and be polite, thinking this would be a prelude to my telling him that we were just not really suited. I ate. He talked. By the time we got to the movie, his confidence seemed to lurch forward as he waxed on and on about the show we were about to see. It was a new kind of horror movie, he said. This meant nothing to me. I was not aware of any horror movie I had ever attended before beyond The Birds or Psycho, both Hitchcock movies, that I think I saw on a small screen, so I didn't know what to expect. That is to say, I had no advanced idea. This would actually frighten me in a new way. The movie was about a disc jockey that was terrorized by a fan. It was called Play Misty for Me. As the story of the movie unfolded before my eyes and the events began to turn to psychological terror, my date got more and more excited and fidgety next to me. I was uncomfortable with the movie and with him, when the soundtrack turned to screeching orchestral climaxes, I covered my eyes to shield myself from the inevitable violence the music was suggesting. That is when it happened. The boy reached across to me, forcing my hands from my face to pin my arms down. He then grabbed the back of my hair, thrusting my head up, demanding I look. He leaned into my left ear and he whispered, I paid for this movie. You are going to watch it. I had already a well-developed skill for dealing with this kind of terror. I left my body 
I don't recall how the date ended, but I do know the fright did not stop there. I no longer treated him politely. He would follow me regularly, trailing behind me on foot as I walked the mile home from the restaurant after my shift ended in the dark. In time, I began dating a guy, and instead of walking to where I then lived, I cut over a few blocks to where my new boyfriend was staying. He was a carpenter helping a woman we knew remodel her home. I lamented to him about the guy outside under the street lamp waiting for me. My boyfriend joined him outside and had a little talk with him. Through the window, I saw the guy turn to leave, and I never saw him again. The boyfriend was my rescuer, my connection out of my spiraling impasse in the Bardo. I was 18. I found my new role. We moved to Oregon, and later, I married the man and had two sons with him just like that. Thank you for listening.